Today is Tuesday, November the 14th, 2023, and welcome to episode 34 of Farm Wise Sexy Life with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia. Myself and my husband, Aaron, are a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia that work every single day on being more self-reliant, less dependent on outside sources. We look at this in every aspect of our life, from the energy we consume, to our financial freedom, to the food that we grow ourselves so we don't have to go to the grocery store and farm wise sexy life came about because our homestead runs a little different um i am not just a stay-at-home mom i'm also a stay-at-home full-time work from home mom as well so i'm not only the manager of the house the home homemaker primary caregiver for our child i am also a full-time employee which is something you don't see often on a homestead um typically the mom you know is a stay-at-home mom which is wonderful and great but for aaron and i we are working to get out of debt so that's really not an option for us and we're so close to being debt free we will be debt free by the end of this year so a few more weeks fingers crossed and today I'm talking about something that might push some buttons, might spark some controversy, but I want to be real. And I want to say that before we even get started here, your choices in life are your choices. I, what I say doesn't matter. <laughs> what I feel doesn't matter. It's all about your choices and how you look at this world and how you want to live your life. That's a decision you make. You make with yourself, with God, everybody. Um, and you have to be good with that. And that's all that matters. I just want to promote and prompt thinking. Um, and today I want to talk about a woman's role in the home today versus what it was yesterday. And, you know, where are we going now? And what hurdles we might have to face. So, for me, I feel like the role of women is constantly evolving. And there's really, right now, there's two paths to go. We'll get into that in a minute. And we're seeing shifts one way. We're seeing shifts in another direction. And it, it seems like you, you hear one, one particular group the loudest group telling you, no, 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 you have to do this. And then you have another group that's quieter, softer spoken. They're like, well, this is an option too. Um, but before we get into those, those two shifts right now, let's, let's look about the past a little bit. To me, the woman has always been the nucleus of the home. They have. We, we are the thing that holds the house together. I just asked Darren because I did not want to put words into his mouth. So what do you see my role as in this family? He's like, you're everything. Like, because of Isabel, you're everything. You're the thing that keeps her going. You keep us going. You keep us moving. You're the center of the home. I mean, you are vital. You're important. Because I see him as the strength. Our, you know, the main provider. The, the strength of our home as well as the ideas person. He's the one that comes and brings ideas. And he disagrees with that. But he, he does. He's, he brings creativity to our house. And, you know, we both have roles we need to play. But women are the nucleus. You know, before World War II, the 60s, the 70s, things started to shift. You know, we were primarily at home. 
We really were. There wasn't a huge women's workforce out there. There were women that did work, but it wasn't as prevalent as you see today. And where were to change that because women had to go to work. We all know that. We all know the history here. Women had to go to work. Men were going to war. Women had to go pick up the pieces and do what had to be done. Well, men came back. Women went back home. We weren't content. We decided, nope, we won't go back to work. 60s, 70s movements came around. Life changed again. And it's been keeping moving forward to this focus on women's roles in the workplace. Um, now, what does that mean for a woman's home? Well, a lot of ladies are staying single. Or you see a lot of dull incomes, no kids. So they have two incomes and they don't want children. So they just decide to spend their money how they want to. And that's fine. That's wonderful. I feel like that's your your goal in life is not, you know, and this works for you. Hey, go for it. Perfectly cool with that. Um, it's a choice you make. But there's also a lot of women out there who decide to have children, have a home, have a family, um, husbands, and you see it both ways. But typically, it tends, and I'm pretty sure, like most women will say, typically the bulk of the home falls on you. The bulk of the child raising falls on you. You work too, but the majority of it's going to fall on you. Now, there is a shift as husbands move more towards, you know, being there and doing the household things. I'm not saying they shouldn't. They should. They should help. They should help take care of their kids. They should help take care of their home. But it's not naturally ingrained in a man, most men, to be caregivers for their kids. It's it's not. And I'm saying this. Aaron is the most wonderful dad. And I knew he would be. I knew he'd be a wonderful dad. And he wanted a boy and... He didn't think he could be a girl dad, and he is the best girl dad. He's absolutely wonderful. But when it comes to natural caregiving, it's not his thing. He kind of has, it's, it's a learning curve for him because it doesn't come natural. Whereas with me, it's much more of a natural instinct. And, and I really do feel like it's because I'm, I'm a woman, and it just naturally comes to me because this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to bring a child into this world. I'm meant to take care of children. Again, controversial. If you disagree with me, stop this podcast right now. <laughs> I don't want any hate emails or hate mail. I will not read it. Just fair warning you now. This is just how I feel. I just feel like my role is to bring my child up. I decided to have her. I will take care of her. I will care for her. It is my role as her mother to guide her and bring her into adulthood to be a successful grown adult. Aaron's role is too. He's the dad. He's the strength. He's the support. He's there to help guide her as well. But I feel like as her mother, my main role is to bring her up. And you see like a lot of women playing this dual role Sometimes partners help, sometimes they don't, sometimes they feed off of each other, or you have the one mom who does it all and takes care of it. Like, I, and I don't understand like how you could do it all because I know for me, maintaining the home, maintaining everything is a struggle with a 40 plus hour work week. It just is. But our focus is not supposed to be on the home now. Our focus is supposed to be on building a career. If you say you want to focus on your home, you kind of get a look from a lot of people out there like you have two heads and 20 sets of eyes. 
because our focus is supposed to be on building a career as a woman. You should not want to go backwards and be at home and take care of your home. You should want to be out in the workforce, building a career, making money, making moves, doing the things you were meant to do. And, you know, it's, it's just a different focus. And I feel like that's where you see one road going and you see the shift. And it really started back in history when women were really forced into the workplace. Um, and kind of pushed it first. So we pulled back and then we decided, nope, we want this. And, you know, I, I don't know if this was the best move. <laughs> Personally, I don't know. I really think it's based on what a woman's desire is. But... It's a society where the home's pushed back by society and we're supposed to focus on ourselves. You see, also see a lot of self-care now. This was not a huge thing and I'm not saying you shouldn't take care of yourself. Don't get me wrong. You should take care of yourself. You should have a little bit of me time. But the amount of self-care that you see out there promoted gives a really false sense of what self-care actually looks like for the majority of women out there and they get this envious life well why can't I have my nails done and my hair done and all this stuff done once a month as my self-care routine first of all you might not be able to afford it but second self-care could come in many ways for me self-care is getting an hour to read a book just be quiet let me read a book that's self-care and that's me time. That's time to myself. And I really feel like we've lost, like, how simple self-care and taking care of yourself can be versus what you are seeing in society today in this focus on the self. And it's leading to a society of selfishness and self-interest versus being interested in others around us. And that's the primary focus. I'm not saying that's everybody. I'm not saying that's all people in the world. I'm saying that this is what society is pushing on everyone, especially women. It's what you see all day, every day on all Instagram, TikToks. Oh my God, I watch it and you're just like, my brain's going to explode. First off, I can't imagine spending the money that you're spending. But how much self-time do you need? When do you have time to raise your kids if you're doing all this shopping, you're doing all this filming, you're doing all these date nights, you're doing all this self-care, you're doing all of these things. Who is raising your children? Because these things take time. They take more time than you think. Who is taking care of your kids? Is it you? Is it daycare? Is it the school system? Who's raising your kids? It's just, it's just a question. I'm not talking. I'm not bashing anybody. I'm just, just saying there has to be limitations. I'm not saying not to take care of yourself. I'm saying that you find your snippets of time to take care of yourself. And I will tell you, I'm the worst at self-care. I'm the absolute worst because jobs have to get done and they need to be done. But society is really pushing us down this road of put yourself first, put yourself first. And the family is once again getting pushed to the back. So first we're careers. Now it's yourself. Now it's your mental health. Now it's all of these things, all of these buzzwords that I'm not saying aren't real, but you hear all of these buzzwords that are going out there. And again, the home, your home is not a buzzword anymore. It's almost treated like a curse word. 
and then those four letter words home is becoming one of those um i want to be at home that's that's really looked frowned upon anymore but i feel like there's a group of people my age and maybe a little older who are starting to shift away from this i really do um it's just you start to see this shift so you're starting to see women wanting to take back control of their home. You're starting to see women who are wanting to be the nucleus, to be wives, mothers, educators of their children. You are starting to see this desire come back up, this natural desire. And I will tell you, for me, I did not have this natural desire. I did not think I did. Not as a teenager. I was told I needed a career. I was told I had to go to the workforce. Not by my parents or anybody, but, but by society. I was a woman. I needed to, you know, hear me roar. And I needed to go out there and get a job and make the money and do the things and go into debt. And do all the things I was meant to do. To be the best that I could be. But I feel like my best should be focusing on the people that I love and care about the most. I don't really care what the rest of society thinks of me. What I care about is what my husband thinks of me when he comes home. What my child thinks of me when she wakes up and goes to bed. And that's starting to become my much bigger focus. And as I get older, I'm starting to realize that this desire I have has always been there. It just wasn't nurtured. Or fostered and I really wasn't allowed to look at it because society was telling me no no you have to focus on your career yourself you need to focus on this you shouldn't be focusing on this other aspect that you can do because it's not as important as your career but we're starting to see a focus on the family again <coughs> oh excuse me and if we can get through some hurdles. <laughs> I think the family can become the main focus again. So you have to think about it. And I would love to see the statistics. I didn't look it up and I really wish I would have. But you have to think about like in the 50s and the 40s. There, I'm not saying there wasn't crime. But the, the parents of the 50s lived, you know, the kids that were raised in those areas typically tend to be more set in stone, well, not set, like, I don't, I don't quite know how I want to say it. The mother being present helps. The mother being there to help raise the children helps. So you, you have to look at it like the way we do food in some ways. And this is a really weird way I'm going to tie this in, but I can't think of a better way to express it. And so before processed food came along, we were all eating normal food. Well, then the easy food came along. Like mac and cheese. <laughs> it's a good example as any. So mom started buying mac and cheese in the box. The powdered stuff. But before then, we were healthier. But then we started eating all this processed stuff. I'm not saying not to eat the processed stuff. That's all you can get. I totally get it. You do what you have to do. If you like it, you do what you want to do. But... We start to see a shift in how our bodies are, 
how our bodies are working. We have more medical issues. Part of it's due to overeating, but I feel like I can't just be blamed on one aspect of this. There's a whole host of other aspects here. Um, and you have to look at how big of a role has the mothers not being there to be there for their kids, to take care of them, to raise them, and everything else played on our generations. Now, my mom was there. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She was there. She was there for us whenever we needed her. And I'm very grateful for that. I never got trouble. My brothers and sisters really never got into any trouble. Um, because mom was there. We knew if we got in trouble, she would get us into trouble. Not to say we're perfect. We absolutely were not. Um, but her being there was definitely a support system that I'm very glad I had when I was growing up. And I felt like it's an important aspect to how I grew up. And I feel like a lot of kids have missed out on that. And you're seeing more and more and more of this as daycares are getting bigger. And the problem with that is <coughs> you can't afford to send your kids to daycare anymore. $200 a week. $800 a month. Which is insane. It's absolutely insane. That's a different story for another day. So we're shifting back to what comes naturally. But we do have some situations that need to be touched based on. Because the problem is you might have this desire, this urge, this need to be at home and take care of your home, your husband, your kids. But you built a career on debt student loans. You went to debt to buy a home, to get credit cards. We are a society of things. Fancy vehicles, all the bells and whistles, all the stuff you could think about. And if your your family isn't bringing in enough money, you might not be able to, to reach this desire. I mean, you might not, it, it might not be attainable because there's just so much debt. And the families, you, you hear it, $200,000 families are living paycheck to paycheck. Like, I don't know how it's possible, but I have always lived below my means. How do you make $200,000 a year, a year, a year, and you're living paycheck to paycheck? It's because you're drowning in debt. And... It, it can seem like an impossible amount to come out of. So there's one thing it's going up against a woman's natural desire to come home. You have society. So most of society is screaming at you to have a career, to do all the things, to travel, to see the world, to do all this stuff, to take care of you, to think of you. And then you have this quieter side of you. It's like, well, that seems nice. Seems wonderful, but I have a kid. I want to be there for my kid. I want to, I want to raise my kid. I want to be here for my husband. I don't want to be so exhausted from working all day and all of the things that I miss out on my kid learning how to make an elephant noise. <laughs> I don't want to be so exhausted that the world just sort of goes around me and all I feel like I'm doing is just walking a treadmill and I'm not going anywhere. 
So you have two different camps here that are pulling as society. You can go down one road, you can go down the other, and either road is fine. But if you're wanting to choose the quieter life, the quieter role, the natural homemaker in you, and you have these hurdles to face, it's not impossible. So I would say, you know, right now is a time, like, if you are working to really focus on your budget and get down to bare bones and pay off all your debt as soon as possible. You can do it. I know it because we do it. So you want to hit that debt as hard as you can, get it down to nothing, and then what does that do? That opens up options. That gives you options. Another aspect of this is you do have a partner in most cases. What do they say? If not, you're a single mom. You might have to keep working. You might have to find another another position where maybe you can do it virtually and you can be at home with your kids. That could always be an option. But being debt free is going to open doors for you. It really does. So you want to really focus on getting your debt paid off. Focusing on narrowing down your budget, staying out of debt. If you are debt-free, stay out of debt. Start putting money away for whatever big purchase you think you're going to need. Put it away. Start stacking your cash. Um, and it just feels like it could be insurmountable right now. I get it, but you can get through this. And I really feel like in the next few years... In my lifetime, we're going to see a massive shift in the role a woman takes. It's going to be one extreme or the other. It really is. either. You're, it, I feel like it's going to be in the 80s. Like, you always hear the 80s stay-at-home mom, but then you have the 80s working woman, the power suit. I feel like that's what we're going to see. You're going to see the... Because it felt like everybody was pushed towards kind of like, you can have it all. And then we're finding out, no, you can't. Because something gets sacrificed. So what sacrifice is more important to you? So we're going to start seeing more of a push from one or the other. And you're you're going to see a real big divide in how women are really focusing on this. Um, that's my opinion. I'm not a fortune teller or anything of the such. It's just from what I'm seeing in society now and what I'm, I'm hearing, what I'm feeling personally... As somebody who grew up being told you need a career, you need a career, you need to work hard, you need to go into debt, you need to do all these things, I, I really feel like there's going to be a shift in society and more women are determining that their families are far more important than what society has told them is important because it, it just is. The focus on the family has been so, almost feels desecrated me has been destroyed like no no you're not allowed to focus on family anymore family's not important it is not no what's important are things going into bed and getting all these things that you want and having a house that you can't afford and that's what's important it's not you know raising your children to be good solid adults to take care of themselves it's not you know getting out of debt and focusing on staying out of debt you know, having family time. We, we don't have these discussions. You don't hear about these things. We focus on the wrong things. I feel like that's what society does. It points, it puts blinders on you 
and narrows your assets like okay no no you need to focus on me right here me forget about all the rest of this which turns us into a bit bit like lambs and then we kind of forget about what's what else is important till it's almost too late to remember um what was important to us before so just some food for thought um i really think we're going to start to see a shift i know for me naturally um, this shift towards being a homemaker as my primary role for my family is becoming stronger and stronger. This urge and desire to take care of them. Because that that's that's my goal. I want to make sure my child is taken care of, my husband's taken care of. Um, she comes first in that because she's younger. She can't go to the kitchen and get herself something to eat yet. So when that happens, it'll be Aaron and then the baby and then just you know, being the best that I can be in the role that I choose um, versus the role society tells me I need to take. And, and I think that was, I think that's been such a huge push here that society has really, you know, what we have been told by society has really destroyed the nuclear home. It has, it's destroyed. And we could put it back together and you're starting to see that shift, but it's going to be a lot of hard work because society has told us to do a lot of things that were stupid that we should have done. Um, and now we've got to pick up the pieces and put it all back together. But, well, I really appreciate you joining me on Farm Wife Sexy Life where we talk about why being the farm wife is a sexy life. And if you have any comments, questions, anything you want to talk about, again, if you're going to yell at me for this podcast, I will not be reading those. Uh, my husband will delete them. So, I do apologize in advance. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. But uh, you can email me at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. Also, be sure to check out our link tree where you'll see all of our other content, um, our YouTube videos. Um, we do have another podcast, Rule of Reliance. It drops every Friday at 7 o'clock. And you'll catch that on YouTube as well where Erin and I get together and talk about homesteading and frugality and frugal homesteading and all of that jazz and how we save money almost debt-free and also have our little homestead here. And um, again, thank you for joining me on Farm Wife Sexy Life with the Candy Couple where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.